Spoilers. Spoilers. Spoiler season with us. New cards. Welcome to Spoiler Season Exelon, the final episode of Exelon. Huzzah! Hooray! Roar! Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, thank you again to our sponsors uh, for supporting us this season. Uh, New England Comics, you can find on Facebook at NEC Coolidge. And Flipside Gaming, you can find it at FlipsideGaming.com. So, Katie, we have the giant dump of all of the rest of the stuff. Yeah, the last, like, hundred or something. Mostly commons. But we are not going to go through every one of these, are we? No, not everyone necessarily deserves to be gone through. Um, even though you obviously will see them in draft and limited formats, because that's that's where you see a lot of commons. Uh, they're uh, they're common true. there. Yeah, I wonder that's why, that's why yeah. they're called. Yeah. So what we're going to do instead is we're going to pick uh, highlights or things we consider to be otherwise standard playable. So let's uh, start off with a land, Unknown Shores. This is a reprint. Uh, you can tap for a colorless or pay one and tap it to make one man of any color. Um, this seems really good in limited and uh, some more support for being able to play multiple colors um, because, uh, you know, we have a bunch of we have two two color tribes and two three color tribes. So if you want to be able to do that reliably, then you will probably need uh, mana fixing. And unknown shores is a nice way to give uh, every color access to that. You're, this isn't like uh, the best card in the world. Uh. <laughs> uh, but you'll often play it when you. Uh, need fixing and, and don't have it yeah, basically if you're not in green this is the mana fixing that you have that's right uh, you do have to be aware right that it's a filter land so it's not uh giving you an extra mana oh no it's taking a mana away from you right right, right. um you know unless you just need colorless then it is a land but just be aware of that but it's nice you can play it in any color uh, the next card i wanted to point out is cobbled wings this is a two mana artifact equipment equip creature has flying it costs one to equip so I kind of like this. Um, I'm usually really skeptical of equipments, but in limited, flying is so good. Any sort of um, evasion is really, really powerful, and you have big creatures in this format, and you can just move this around, right? If you get this down early, put it on your 2-2, and then you have a flyer, and later you get down your 5-5 dino, you move this over to your dino, and then you have a flying dinosaur, um, and, you know, if your opponent doesn't have great ways to deal with flyers or with artifacts, then even when they kill your flyer, you just make a new one. So I, I kind of like this in Limited. I think it's cheap enough to be I agree. good. The one mana equip cost is sweet. Yeah. Right? And it basically just reads, like, your best creature has fly. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. I really like it. Uh, next, we have Verdant Rebirth. This is green one instant. Until end of turn, target creature gains. When this creature dies, return it to its owner's hand. Draw a card. So... This has a two-for-one potential. It's a ability to, they try to kill your thing, you uh, bring it back to your hand, and then you get to draw a card as well. So that's really sweet. Um, and if you ever need to, you can just cycle it if you like. You just need to find a different card. Um, so I really like this. It's a nice way also to re-trigger ETBs if there's a good ETBs that you want. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, I guess you can use it in like multiple circumstances, right? Like if someone uses a kill spell on your creature, you can respond and give your creature this, or um, in combat you can trade favorably because you're not trading. Mm -hmm. you're you just... can even sacrifice a creature and it just comes right back to you. Yeah. Pretty cool. So, pretty cool. Pretty cheap, too. Yeah, the cheapness is, is sweet. Mm -hmm. 
Our next card is Pounce. This is green one instant target creature you control fights target creature you don't control. This is sort of your classic limited removal for green. Um, I always like these fight abilities in green. Your creatures are usually bigger, so hopefully this kills their stuff. Uh, this does have the potential for you to get blown out because if they respond by killing the creature you, your own creature that you target to fight, then the pounce fizzles and you've lost a creature. So, But the uh, instant speed makes it so that it's a little bit easier to choose the right time to cast it, unlike mm -hmm. Cartouche of Strength, which while pumping and giving trample, um, you know, if you chose to fight, they could sometimes get you because it was a sorcery speed. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I want to see pounce fights where someone goes, pounce these two, and you're like, nah, pounce these two, uh, and then you win. Yeah. I, I also like using this in combat. Like, the instant speed is really fun, right? You can have something that you know is going to die in blocks or something, and you fight mm -hmm. with another creature. Like, I, I, I like these abilities Yeah, a it's a fun card and yeah. a lot of flexibility. Yeah. Next, we have New Horizons, green two, enchantment aura. Enchant land, when it enters the battlefield, put a plus one plus one counter on target creature you control. Enchanted land has tap, add two mana of any one color to your mana pool. So we're losing Weirding Wood, which did the same thing except made a clue, and this instead gives you a plus one plus one counter. Now, I definitely prefer a clue to a plus one mm -hmm. plus one counter, but um, if you are in the market for more of these effects, great. Uh, I think we had, they were, uh, there's another green two enchantment that gains you three life as well. Oh, yeah. That does the same thing. So if you need to go beyond four of those, then you know New Horizons this is, is available. fine. Yeah, but I think for most ramp decks, you're probably happier with a three life to kind of hedge you against uh, aggro decks than That's you are to say. put a counter on something you probably don't have because you're a ramp deck. Right. So, uh, but yeah, in limited, I would. Well, I mean, if you need the fixing, definitely play it. Yeah, fixing. And if ramp. you don't, if you have some big stuff, yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um, we have next Jungle Delver, which I just want to mention briefly. Green for a 1-1. One, one. Uh, it is a green 3 Merfolk Warrior. Uh, sorry. 1-1 one, one Merfolk Warrior. It's a 1-1 one, one Merfolk Warrior. And you can pay green 3 and put up a plus one counter on Jungle Delver. Uh, so we like cards that are mana sinks in the late game, um, but this one is a pretty weak one. Uh, green for a 1-1 one, one is not something I'm too happy about. It grows really slowly. Uh, you might have to run it sometimes, um, but I, I think that what we're going to see is there's a cycle of maybe some better mana sinks. Yeah, I, I agree. And we have seen a good number of things that sort of ping one damage. So, um, you know, this isn't going to grow till pretty late in the game. So it just has the potential to, if you lay it down early, just like get Yeah, like off. if this is, like if you play this on turn one, it's just going to sit there. It's going to sit there for a long time. And then maybe yeah. on turn like six or seven, if you're out of stuff to do, you can start pumping or later. Right. Um, and then it's like not even great. Yeah. So. Do not love it. Uh, what I do like, though, is the cycle of uh, keepers. So we have a mm. green Ixali's Keeper, which is green one for a 2-2, two -two, human shaman. And you can pay green seven tap and sack it, and target creature gets plus five, plus five, and trample until end of turn. Um, this is pretty good because the body is fine. It's like a bear. It's a bear. And uh, in the late game, this can win you games. So uh, I, I like this more than the last one. Yeah, I mean, and again, right, eight mana and tap and stack is a huge cost, but Absolutely. in the late game, like, you have nothing better to do with your mana, and hopefully you're at a point where you're just trying to get through a last couple points of damage or get the edge when you're sort of at parity. Yeah. So, yeah, it's perfect for that role. Next we have uh, Deep Root Warrior, which is green one for a 2-2 Merfolk Warrior. When it becomes blocked, it gets plus and plus until end of turn. So this is nice because it's going to be a card that they don't really want to block. 
Uh, yeah. I'm just, I, I'm confused as to what the merfolk are doing. Yeah, they have a lot going on. They're like, oh, we care about counters, but also other, like, controlling other merfolk, and oh, also hexproof. And, like, randomly. tempo things, and, like, and tapping yeah, stuff. Yeah, tap, like, it's, it's a little bit, it feels a little bit scattered. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how good, like, a coherent merfolk deck would be, even unlimited. Like, you might just want to look at the cards by themselves, and if you happen to have enough uh, good cards that happen to be merfolk, then you can consider playing the merfolk matters cards a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but. I mean, I still sort of like what merfolk is doing, I think, generally more than the vampires. I, I don't know. I feel like there haven't been that many vampires, or they just do a lot of, like, making one ones, and <sighs> I'm still just not really impressed with vampires. One I'm one more excited. Links. Yeah, one one lifelinks. That's right. But so I think you're right that Merfolk has a lot going on, but the stuff that they do is generally more interesting. Mm. Like they put counters on each other, they have hexproof, they have unblockable, like lots of random sort of find good stuff by themselves. So yeah, I kind of like them as a tribe more than vampires. Sure. But yeah. Anyways, I do love this card. It's very cool. It's like you have a three three when you're attacking. I know it only deals two damage well, to the they face. Blocked. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a bear with upside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our next card is Crash the Ramparts. This is green two, instant. Target creature gets plus three, plus three, and gains trample till end of turn. Sweet. Sweet trick. Messes up their blocks. It's a common, so like something you have to, have to play around if they have three mana up. Uh, and is flexible enough to like also be good on defense or good in fights and mm. pouncing and things like that. Oh, so. yeah. I do like when, when these... Uh, Abilities pump the back end, too. Yeah. It, yeah. it really can matter sometimes. Definitely. Uh, next, we have Colossal Dreadmaw. This is green, green, four <laughs> for a 6-6 six, six dinosaur with trample. This is it's common. You know, like, sometimes you just need a big fatty, and you didn't get them at uncommon or rare, or you're in green and, like, black, and you don't have a dinosaur color. So, like, I like it. It's just a solid rate. Yep. And it has trample, so it will be able to attack. Yep. On curve, solid, solid green creature. Yeah. Our next card is Blossom Dryad. This is green two for a two two dryad, and it has tap, untap target land. Just like we had a uh, Voyaging Seder with Nykthos. Yeah. Now we have a uh, Blossom Dryad with uh, a Guy's Cradle. Wasn't Voyaging Seder just green one though? Yes. And we had Nykthos. And Nykthos was which much was better awesome. than this card. Yeah. Uh, than uh, Guy's Cradle, this like version of Guy's Cradle that we mm-hmm. have. So this, I mean, still fine. Yeah, and like in limited, it's ram, but a little slow. Yeah, three. I wish it weren't three mana. Yeah. But. Ah, well, ah, well. All right, on to the red cards. Red. We have Sure Strike. This is a reprint. Red one for instant. Target creature gets plus three, plus O, and gains first strike till end of turn. I always liked this card because it allowed you to, like, it was good in aggro decks because Mm -hmm. you could just kill people um, and, like, trade up. (laughs) And it was good, like, just generally in red decks, because, like, even on defense, it's good. It's just a good card. I like it. Yeah. It's pretty similar to the green pump, because the green pump does the front end and the back end. Mm -hmm. But even though this only does the front end, the first strike sort of protects... um, Makes it so it's less likely to trade. Yeah. More likely to be a one-for-one. But again, the thing to always watch out for with combat tricks is, like, you do risk being... Uh, two for one if your opponent has a removal spell. But, mm-hmm. like, just be smart about it. Like, if you think they have a removal spell, then like, don't cast it. Or, if you want, think they do have a removal spell, maybe you can lure the removal spell into a creature you don't care about as much and keep your 
uh, then deploy your big bomb after that, or like there's you can play around it. Just play around it. It's not it's not it's not a rocket science, guys. Come on, come on. Uh, we have hijack, which is red red one sorcery. You don't like hijack? No. Nope. Go not? on. Okay. Uh, gain control target artifact or creature till end of turn. Untap it. It gains haste till end of turn. This combos with the uh, thing that you can pay one and sack a creature oh, artifact. Oh yeah, and, the red one. Yeah. So steal their stuff, sack it, and you're good. Yeah, people always like that. <laughs> you're not one of them. No. Why just, not? Like. You don't like stealing stuff. No, you just steal it for a turn. I don't know. I don't like hijack. Uh, I think it's usually okay in aggressive decks because you can take remove a blocker and mm. also add an attacker yeah. so a lot, of, a lot of times you can just like finish them off with that yeah i think it's very appropriate in that context sure uh next card is nest robber red one two one hasty dinosaur just very aggressive card if you're looking for that yeah i think you want, you do want to be pretty aggressive to do that yeah because the one toughness yeah. is pretty bad and another aggressive card for pirates is headstrong brute which is red two for a three three orc pirate it can't block but it has menace as long as you control another pirate so Ooh, three yeah. for a three three hopefully menace, menace. sweet That's and pirates solid. you probably don't care too much about blocking yeah um, but it is a real downside like yeah. Sometimes you want to block, and then you're really, and then really, you're really sad. sad. And there's no way to like turn this on because there are some that it's like can't block unless you control another. Right. But no. Uh, the keeper cycle for red is fire shrine keeper. This is red for a one one menace, uh, and you can pay red seven tap it and sacrifice it. It deals three damage to each of up to two target creatures. So again, uh, a reasonable attacker in aggressive red deck in the early game um especially if you maybe put some equipment on it or whatever um, and in the late game uh you maybe can remove a blocker or two and uh get some damage or through. trigger and rage that too. that too so if you sorry just to be clear because i always forget if you use this to trigger and rage does it trigger three times because you're no. dealing three damage it's one instance yeah, that's a good of question, damage because that will probably come up it pre-releases is okay. um it doesn't care so it's like yeah it just cares about instances of damage so like there is one source dealing one instance of three damage to one creature, mm. so it's just one trigger. Got it. Yeah. Um, next, we have Fire Cannon Blast. This is Red Red One Sorcery. It deals three damage to target creature, but if you have Raid turned on, it deals six damage to that creature instead. Oh, wood wood draft. Oh yeah, this seems. It's awesome. This seems like very good removal. Like this is gonna kill almost everything, including dinosaurs. Yeah. So I I think this is strong. It's a common. So. I like it. If it was an instant, it would be oh, insane. Man. Yeah. Attack and then instant speed six them. Oh. <laughs> oh. Next we have fire a cannonade. This is red two instant. It deals two damage to each non-pirate creature. Um, this is a card I think you want to keep an eye on for obviously for limited, but also for constructed um, because we're losing causal extra turn and causal extra turn was mm. the best sweeper against uh, ramen up red uh, because of the instant speed because all their things have haste. Yeah. So this is. A like decent replacement, um, as long as pirates don't become a bigger part of Ron yeah. Apple. I was gonna say what what pirates do we expect to be joining them? Because I, I mean, think just the um, maybe the rigor, the one one, uh, like first strike that if uh, it has a, a raid, it gets a counter. Yeah, yeah. And okay. uh, and it's not even you know it's not great. that great great because like you can't you can't uh, you, it's a one one on turn one. Yeah, and as, uh, it doesn't have haste. And so you're really playing it on turn two, which is a little awkward because you'd rather play like um, the Earthshaker Kenra. Right. Uh, but Ramanet Red, I, it's fine. That yeah. deck is still going to be very, very strong. 
And they're still playing Karizev, right? I mean, yeah. um, the front side of Kozlov's return didn't kill Wouldn't Karizek kill anyway, but... Yeah. Uh, next we have the uh, really good Enrage Enabler, Dual Shot, which is red instant. It deals one damage to each of up to two target creatures. Love it. It's. I mean, it's funny to say that I love a card that is one mana deal a total of two damage. Yeah. But... Um, I do, because, I, I mean, I feel like we've seen a lot of X1s in Limited, and you can trigger your own Enrage and deal one damage to their thing. You can use it to mess up combat. Uh, post. I mean, you do it post-combat, right? They, like, yeah. block, and they think they've protected their things, and you're like, ba-bam! Ba-bam! Kill your thing! Dual Already has damage shot. on it. Shoot, shoot. Yep. So, it's awesome. Yeah. Next card is Bonded Horncrest. Red 3 for a 5-5. Five, five. Slightly above rate. Dinosaur, but can't attack or block alone. It's I'm pretty bonded. happy with that. Yeah, seems seems fine. Yeah, like just make sure you have creatures because otherwise you'll be sad. But I think the rate is is like sufficiently strong that it makes it worth it. Yeah. Next is Vanquish the Weak. This onto is black. yeah done with red onto black black two instant destroy target creature with power three or less. It's great good removal yeah yeah in limited you're really uh pretty happy with this it won't deal with a lot of the big big threats mm-hmm. um but it can deal with a pesky flyer it can um it's just it's a nice rate because it's an instant it's only three mana and we don't often get like as great removal like we've had recently had a lot of like five mana black removal yeah which is less exciting final reward and... final exactly yeah so three mana to exile uh, it's not to exile sorry <laughs> destroy. to destroy uh a Reasonable subset of creatures is not bad. Yeah. But, but. But those also probably aren't the problem creatures. Just watch out because dinosaurs are big. And like they're yeah. a big part of the set. Yeah. So you can't take this and be like, all right, sweet. I have ways to deal with dinosaurs. Because exactly. you don't. You definitely don't. You yeah. will die to them. You will die hard to them. <laughs> uh, also, Black got a land destruction spell. So there's two land destruction. We have Demolish, which is the red reprint. And Spreading Rot, which is Black Forest Sorcery. Destroy land, its controller loses two life. So, just just a note. Yeah, fun there to point out, some... but pretty much don't run them. Uh, Demolish yeah, yeah. takes care of artifacts, too, right? It does. It that, does. Like, that could be relevant, so you know if you have it in your sideboard, just remember it. In game one, if you see an artifact that's a problem, maybe bring it in. Yeah. Um, our next card is pretty cool. If you get a chance, definitely look at the art. It's uh, March of the Drowned. Black sorcery, choose one. Return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. Or return two target pirate cards from your graveyard to your hand. And it just has these like skeletal pirates crawling out of the <laughs> ocean onto the beach. Um, yeah, so in pirates, great. Black, bring two creatures back from your graveyard to your hand. Yeah. I love it. And you're aggressive, so like you're happy to trade off your creatures and then bring them back yeah. and play them out again. In limited, I really like it, even just as the return of creature. Yeah. It's just like it, the one mana is just such a good rate. Like they finally deal with your bomb and you just bring it back. Oh, like, that's like the worst so bad. moment. Yeah. So I, I like these. I wouldn't go too heavy on them. No. I like one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's nice. And it's nice. that common. You'll yeah. see it. Uh, then we have Heartless Pillage, which is black two sorcery. Target opponent discards two cards, and if you have Raid, you get a treasure as well. So this is Mind Rot with Upside at Uncommon. Um, Mind Rot effects in Limited tend to uh, be... It's interesting. They vary from like format to format, where mm. a lot of the time they're not really super playable, but sometimes they shine. Uh, so if you're in like a slower format where people are 
playing bigger things and you don't really have answers to them, like mm-hmm. Mind Rod is a good way to, to deal with it if they have a couple cards left in their hand. So Okay, interesting. Yeah. So we'll see if that's what it feels like with dinosaurs. Um, we have a fun black card, Grim Captain's Call, which is black three for a sorcery. Black two. Oh, black two, black two. Total of three. Um, return a pirate card from your graveyard to your hand. Then do the same for vampire, dinosaur, and merfolk. Yeah, this, just like, <laughs> be careful. This card is fun, but you I don't know how likely it is you'll be able to get two yeah. things back. You'll I, never get four. No, I but doubt you do, oh congrats. Like, you, you should get an achievement for that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. because that's insane. Yeah, I mean, you're probably not playing all four tribes, and then the likelihood that you're all, they're all in your graveyard... Maybe this is the secret thing. It's maybe the secret is that you actually want to play five color in uh, all all Ixalan formats. Okay. Yeah, and then this is really good because we it figured back it everything. out. Yeah. yeah. Our next card is Fathom Fleet Cutthroat, uh, black three for a three three human pirate, and when the cutthroat <laughs> when the cutthroat enters the battlefield, destroy target creature and opponent controls that was dealt damage this turn. Yeah, this is this is reasonable. You have to be careful because, like, how are you dealing damage to a creature that doesn't kill it already? Like, mm. maybe they're bouncing in combat. Maybe you have a dual shot. Maybe uh, you did lose a creature in combat. Like, you want to be careful because you don't want to go out of your way to, like, throw away a creature to kill something. You do if it's a really good something. Sure, sure. But, like, it's just a little awkward. So, um, you, if you're playing this, I wouldn't expect to get the ability all the time um yeah. just be aware of that like often you're gonna play it as a four mana three three yeah because you don't want to like uh, people hold these cards for too long too where people are like oh no because right, you want to yeah get i want to get the damage so like don't be afraid to play if you have this in your deck and like the situation arises don't just do nothing like you want to add to the board and play stuff so like play a four mana three three that's fine right i mean four mana three three is not the best but it's it's fine and a three three is a solid body so if you can't get the ability, you can still attack and block with it. Absolutely. Next, we have the Black Keeper, which is Blight Keeper. This is black for a 1-1. One, one. Uh, Bat Imp has flying, and you can pay black 7 tap. Sack Blight Keeper. Target opponent loses 4 life, and you gain 4 life. Yeah, nice. A 1-1 one, one attacker for 1 is good with flyer yeah, Sorry, yeah flying, flyer obviously Key. Yeah. Uh, and the late game ability is pretty reasonable uh, yeah. it will make your opponent they'll notice this you know they'll be yeah. like oh no i can't fall to four <laughs> it's like uh, in the old days when there's this card in modern that saw play called um lightning bolt uh it's kind of I, we, we haven't seen it very much recently mm. but i've heard rumors of that card mm. and you always had to be careful when you fell to you didn't want to fall to three or if there was snapcaster deck to six. six. That's bolt snap bolt. I'm yeah. telling you, you got a lot of people with that. A I do really like that this is a one mana one one flyer, because if you can play this on turn one, your opponent might not have a flyer or a way to deal with it for a yeah. couple turns. Like, it will pack away. Yeah. You could it, easily do like five damage with yeah. this card. It might not be a ton, but you could get some hits in. Yeah, it's, totally. Yeah, I like it. Uh next we're on to blue. We have Windstrider. This is blue four for a three three flash flyer. Uh this is I think a rate we saw before and it's like very fine um yeah. the fact that it has flash makes it good Better. and uh you you know flyers are good and limited so like yeah. it but it is expensive it, it is, is. Expensive. but a three three is reasonable uh if it's flying so 
Next is Tempest Caller. This is blue, blue, two for a two, three merfolk wizard. When it enters the battlefield, tap all creatures target opponent controls. Campbell, this card is so good. This is awesome. This is the, like, ugh. Remember when I said that River's Rebuke is, uh, like, you know, the six mana rare that bounces your opponent's board? Oh, like, people yeah. are going to lose to that. This is going to lose to this for this exact same reason. Because you get into a board stall, you play this, and you win. Yeah. And that's it. So, and the best thing is, if you don't quite win that turn, you did add to the board also. Yeah, you did. I think usually you also win that turn, too. I would hope so, yeah. yeah. Um, so just be careful, because like this is that uncommon. If your opponent is playing blue, there's a chance they have this. Yeah. Uh, blue it is double deck. blue, so they yeah. do have to be able to support that. But yeah. yeah. And the body is bad. So like you, you're basically playing this because you want to be able to tap their board and win the game. So yeah, oh yeah, if you're drafting this, make sure that you're engineering your game plan to be a like creature heavy, grindy type of thing where mm -hmm. you can build, 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 play this and be happy. So next we have Storm Sculptor, uh, blue three for a three two. It can't be blocked. Wow. And uh, when Storm Sculptor enters the battlefield, return a creature you control to its owner's hand. So. Don't read the second thing as a downside. Mm -hmm. It's often going to be an upside with an ETB. Imagine uh, bouncing Tempest Caller and getting to tap their team again. Sweet. If you didn't finish them off the first time. That way time. they can't block your unblockable Storm Sculptor. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You really need that synergy there. Additionally, a 4-mana 3-power can't be blocked is real. Yeah. This thing is very good. <laughs> I mean, people were trying to make Slitherblade work, yeah. and this is dealing this three damage. Like, this is a clock. Is it common? Oh, yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. Sign me up. See, but this is the stuff that I like for Merfolk. There's not a lot of this, but there's a little bit of this, like, tempo-y, like, unblockable, tempo. That's what I don't get, is pirates are tempo. Like, why yeah. are you putting tempo in Merfolk? Because there aren't a lot of Merfolk, and they just, they just they, want to be locked. They're having an identity crisis. They don't know what they're supposed to be doing. I don't know what they're supposed to be doing. Well, they're confused. You know, the pirates are on their water, so they feel like, oh, am I a pirate now? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I hope we get zombie pirates in the next set. Dude, I hope they there's an extinction, and then we get zombie everything. We'll get zombie dinosaurs, oh, no. zombie merfolk. Marrow confirmed that Star of Extinction is uh, just a flavor card and not a real story card, so Aww. hopefully it will be extinction. Uh, next we have Siren's Ruse. This is blue one, instant. Exile target you control, then return that card to the battlefield under its owner's control. If a pirate was exiled this way, draw a card. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Can uh, counter removal spell or blink it post uh, when damage is going to happen in combat or something. Um, uh, and then it lets ETBs. you. Yeah, retrigger ETBs if you got those and you get to draw a card. So I like anytime you get to draw a card. I'm I'm in. I'm in. I like drawing cards. Would you play it in a deck that did not have pirates? If Only you if I really needed a trick. Okay. If you I couldn't wouldn't. draw a card, not really worth it, you think? N yeah. Okay. Only only if you really need a trick. Okay. Like you don't have much else. In the, in <laughs> don't have much category. going on. <laughs> yeah. The spell department. Mm. Uh, the blue keeper is shore keeper. Blue for a zero three, trilobite. I was expecting what you to say turtle, that? because that's usually what blue has. Yeah, it doesn't look like turtle a turtle, though. No, and you get to pay eight, sack it, and tap it, and draw three. Yeah, I mean... It's fine. It yeah. sits there. It's a zero three. A you can time. block some small stuff. Blocking some little guys, and eventually it's like... I mean, it looks really floppy and kind of tired in the picture. It's just a blob. And eventually it's like, here's some cards, man. There you go. Here you go. Yeah. I hope they're good. Hopefully they're not just three lands. <laughs> uh, so, Shorekeeper. 
yeah, not not the most exciting, but mm-hmm. refueling late is a thing yeah. you can do. Yeah. <laughs> Next we have Shaper Apprentice. This is blue one for a two one Merfolk wizard. It has flying as long as you control another Merfolk. Okay. You know. If you have Merfolk, I'm excited about this. Exactly. Two for a two one flyer, great. Two for a two one on the ground, not so great. Actively bad. Yeah. <laughs> you can play bears with upside, so probably don't play that card. <laughs> yes. Next up is run around. Run around. Run around. <laughs> run around. <laughs> Everyone's running around in circles looking for the gold city. It's true. Uh, yes, run aground. There is in fact um, a ship in the art being run aground on the um, on the sand. It's true. Yes. Uh, so it is blue three instant. Put target artifact or creature on top of its owner's library. I'm a big fan of these cards. I've always liked these. Time ebb back and there. Oh. Mm. And like, the, because it's basically like blue removal. Like you're basically spending four mana in blue to destroy a creature. And then they just happen to draw that another copy of that creature next turn. See, I have trouble seeing it that way. Because in limited, you often don't have multiple copies of things. So... You wouldn't want to do this to their bomb, or you might, like, maybe you just need a turn where the bomb isn't on the board, but, like, they just draw it and they play it again, and you have not answered it. No, it doesn't, you you did. They just drew another copy. Like, you're equal on cards. You don't, you're not going down card advantage. It's not like an unsummon, where you're down a card, and they're down tempo. Mm -hmm. You're, you're equal on cards here. And, like, if you have multiples of these as well, and you already have a, a bit of a board, uh, I've won games just off casting two of these in a row because they're going to go bounce it. And the next time they're like, all right, tap out, play it again, bounce it, swing, tap mm. out, play it again. And you like, just kill them. Like mm. it's, yeah. So these cards, I really like these cards. Um, the instant speed is key. Uh, when's your favorite time to do this? Anytime I can. Anytime. Do you Any, do it? I mean, like combat end of your turn no, end of their end of, turn end of the turn you always play instance well no you don't that's the mistake you make is like they're always like oh it's an instant i have to play it on their turn no usually it's going to be best to play it on their end step uh but there will be t- definitely be times where you want to cast this main phase where like you draw it for the turn and you're like well i could bounce their creature and kill them or <laughs> or i know instants are supposed to be played on their on the turn end step. i'll just yeah, wait yeah. until their turn and then bounce it <laughs> that's the, that's the real point and if you really want to annoy someone on their upkeep bounce it so then they have to draw that card oh that's fun just they're like lol <laughs> stinks for you uh. yeah um and our next card is going to be a classic reprint cancel Blue, blue one, counter target spell. Yep, this Obviously is our like, standard counter spell now mm-hmm. because counter spell is too good. Yes. <laughs> so we're told. Yeah. But, you know, cancel is bad. Right. Well, you know, got to find something in between, I guess. Uh, and in limited, you usually don't want to play cancels uh, in too high numbers. But, like, I personally don't mind them, especially if you're playing against someone who has bombs. Yeah, I was going to say if there are things you can't answer. Yeah. you keep this up for it's just those. really awkward because like it's, like it in limited it just feels really bad leaving up mana and then if they don't do anything or they play like a two drop or a three drop because in the late game like you you know you're still playing three drops often so like yeah. it just feels really bad you, you don't want to trade down on mana with cancel you really want to hit like a bomb so i i like having one or two um but I don't, just like be aware of what you're deck's game plan is before you start jamming these in yeah 
Uh, next up is Navigator's Ruin. This is Blue 2 Enchantment has Raid. At the beginning of your end step, if you attacked with a creature this turn, target opponent puts the top four cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard. Oh, yeah. This is for oh, all you yeah. mill fanatics oh, out there. Yeah. Um, In limited, this is, this is the real <laughs> deal. Yep. You just stall, you play a control deck, you draft like two of these. Oh, you need a control deck that's still attacking though. No, no, no. You just play the zero three trilobite and attack with it. It's gonna die. No, it won't. Zero. You're, you're a control. You can bounce things and kill things, and All right. you're you're gonna mill them, Katie. You're gonna mill them right. good. Play this and the fish. Or the one one flyer. Like play that. Oh, that's true. That's true. You could totally yeah. swing with that. Uh, this is. Yeah, I always feel like you know because I play a lot more constructed. Like forty cards feels like a lot less, and like you really can be milled. Yes, it's so forty cards. Yeah, draw seven, right? That means they're down to thirty-three. Mm-hmm. Then they draw. Let's say you play this on turn three. So they've drawn three more, right? Uh, and that means that you have thirty, 30. divided by four, right? So you're like a little about seven because you're gonna draw like four cards with the cards game. So seven activations of this, and you win. Yeah. So. You know, sign me up. Two of these, two of these, there. It's over, over. You, you tell them. I will. If only it was with uh, Frank Sanity and Ipnu Rivula. Oh, woo, oh, oh. Someone will definitely try to build this in standard two, and it will still be bad because <laughs> Mill is terrible unless you play Frank Sanity on turn three, and your opponent does not have an answer. Then you usually win. But right, but to hedge your entire <laughs> game plan on one card that you only have four copies of, probably not the best play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our last blue card that we're going to look at is Air Elemental. It's back. Air Elemental, super solid. Five mana, four, four flying. It's blue, blue, three. Uh, it was reprinted a lot in corsets and huh. j- just a solid dude. Okay. You know, it's like a four, four for five mana is fine with flying. Very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, people lose games to this card because it's awesome. Cool. I, I love me some air. Who doesn't? Everyone's got to breathe. I breathe it every day. Breathe. That's right. Yeah. Got to breathe. Uh, so onto white. The first card we're gonna look at is steadfast am armasaur. I'm missing a letter there. Yeah. Armasaur. It doesn't really look like he's got. It arms, doesn't have arms. And yet he's an armasaur. Misnomer. Maybe he's armored. Oh, I think he's arm like it's an armor uh, type deal because of his text. Oh, okay. Well, so let's get to that. It's a white three for a two three dinosaur. Has vigilance, and you can pay white one tap. And steadfast dine- arm armor armor deals this. damage equal to its toughness to target creature blocking or blocked by it. That's this card's awesome. This is a little confusing. Um, so when you attack or block with it, yeah, it can, you get to deal five damage. Yeah, and it can deal three like Before first damage. strike damage. Yeah. And two seconds. Yeah, damage. this is like a really strange design. Yeah. Um, because it's 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 like super first strike because mm-hmm. it happens before first strike damage happens. Yeah, and it's actually more powerful than its power. Yeah. Um, but it's like it's yeah. So it's just very strange, and it has vigilance, which means you can attack and then activate yeah. it if they block, or you can uh... like attack and then block and then activate it. Like, and the card's great. Like, people aren't gonna want to block this. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a pain to kill. And again, threat of activation. Like, you rarely have to use this. Just leave right. up two, then play our creatures post-combat, and you're fine. 
Yep. That's what second main is for. There so you when you're playing at the pre-release and all the kids are like, are you done? And you're like, oh, actually, there's a whole phase after combat. I know you're not familiar <laughs> with patience, but... Um, you just yeah. don't like it when people badger you. Well, it's very annoying. Like, you're like, okay, swing. And they're like, okay, is it my turn? I enjoy seeing their excitedness. We're like, I know. you're like, you draw your card and then they're already like, you're like, okay, you're done. You're done. And they're like already putting their next card in their hand. They're like ready to go. You're like, yeah. no, I haven't done anything on this turn. Like, <laughs> like let me literally. do things. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute. It keeps you excited. They're excited about the game. You're excited about the game. Totes. Cool new cards. Next we've got Slash of Talons, which is white instant. It deals two damage to target attacking or blocking creature. This is the pitiful replacement for our good cards that we had that were white in removal spells, like Immolating Glare oh. and Blessed Alliance. Yeah, and those now, were really good. White got nothing, Katie. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Which makes me so sad because how is ugh, we have no good removal. Just don't play white. We have no good no good two mana non-damage non-red removal yeah you just have really expensive like cast out you have um the black black Rasp sorcery speed what walk the plank oh walking plank is terrible we have rest contempt which is four mana disintegration which is two colors and three man oh i'm i'm not happy about the state of removal and standard and then we have shaper sanctuary so even if you manage to play a removal spell it doesn't matter because they're gonna yeah. outdo you anyways on card advantage sounds like you should just be playing green i am i'm playing teamer now because i have given up on life <laughs> <laughs> you're doing it and right because i love scarab god yeah scarab god That's is a great really good card yes but uh this card you know if you're playing white for some strange reason in uh, standard, then and you're playing a control deck, uh, then you probably want this in the sideboard because you wanna you wanna usually post board like pretend that you have a chance to beat Ramen Up Red. So usually <gasps> you put like three copies of Authority Consoles, three copies of Slash of Talents, two copies of Regal Caracal, and now that you've devoted eight sideboard slots to this one matchup, which you're very unfavored to win, uh, you get to bring all of them in and say, oh, man, I'm dead on turn four. I didn't get to play my Caracal. Uh. And uh, and then they play Hazret, and you're like, oh, my Slash of Talons doesn't do yeah, anything. Yeah, so here's the thing about Mono Red, right? A it's lot of times, it is it is really good. And when it's sideboards, sometimes it gets bigger, right? It can side into more Chandra's or Glorybringers or glory Hazret. over my kitty cats. Right? No, but really, like, you're bringing in these cards that are meant to kill small aggressive creatures and if they side into this bigger red plan you've just like brought in dead cards well they're never dead like yeah caracal is awesome if yes. you get to the, it's just so like you have to get there mm -hmm. uh and then like authority of the consoles is very good at just kind of buying you time and sometimes that's all control deck needs especially if you're on a approach mm -hmm. just buy yourself enough time to cast the first approach and you're usually okay so yeah, uh, and in limited, you maybe play some of these because we, I, I don't know, see what your opponent's doing, see what this format looks like. If yeah. two toughness is a thing, if aggro decks are a thing, this is great. Otherwise, it's awful. Yeah. Doesn't kill dinosaurs. Seems okay. I mean, it can kill the 3-2 unblockable merfolk. It, it can. So, uh... For one mana. That's the really appeal of this, is that it's just one, which yeah. I like. Next, we have Sheltering Light, which is white instant. Target against indestructible until end of turn and scry one. Again, if you're like don't really have combat tricks and like you're like oh yeah. i want to put some spells in my deck i heard the cool kids are doing it then put sheltering light in and uh it will 
probably disappoint you. But yeah, I really like the red and the green ones better because I I think the pump can really matter for combat tricks. Like indestructible is nice. You won't be losing your creature, but like, what if your creatures just aren't big enough to kill theirs? Well, if your creatures are bad and your spells are bad, then I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) I'm not sure you're gonna. You're losing. That's what you're doing. Yes, you are. Yeah. Uh, next we have Rally Roar, which is white two instant. <gasps> Creatures you control get plus one plus one until end of turn. Untap them. Uh, this card is sweet because we don't we like usually pump effects are four mana mm-hmm. and they're sorcery speed. This is a three mana instant speed that also untaps. Yeah. Card is nuts. Yeah, I guess this is pretty cool because if you're thinking about it, if you're maybe a little behind this can be a sneaky trick like you can block better than your opponent expects um, oh totally you attack better than your you just are better than your opponent yeah just go wide and uh you do want to go wide like, yes you do want to go wide tokens and stuff mm-hmm. card is great but I'm it does it does it. feel like it's good at parity it can help finish if you're ahead yeah. and it can help if you're a little bit behind but wide yeah so i'm a i'm That's a big good. fan of this card i think it's saw we uh Yes, that is how the word sweet is pronounced. Agreed. I'm just buying time as we look for our next card. Here we go. Here we go. We got it. <laughs> yes, our next card is Pterodon Knight. The silent P there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So it's white three for a 3-3 three, three Hummin Knight. And uh, <laughs> has flying as long as you control dinosaur. That doesn't seem fair. Why would a dinosaur give a human flying? Yeah, it's like a Stegosaurus <laughs> shows up. And the guy's like, sweet, I'm a knight of pterodons, but I see a stegosaurus, so I can fly. Whee! Hooray. In <laughs> limited, it's good. Oh, because yeah. Because four mana, three, three flyers oh my are gosh. good. Yeah. So just make sure you have dinos. And if you don't, then it's a hill giant, and that's fine. Yeah. I was going to so. say, even if you don't, it's still fine if you need to yeah. fill the curve. Next, we have Pious Interdiction. This is white three enchantment aura, enchant creature. When it enters the battlefield, you gain two life. Enchanted creature cannot attack, nor can it block. Oh, okay. Because I read the first part, and I was like, okay, I put it on my creature. And then I was like, why would you yes. not want to be able to attack or block? Yes, that would be a poor <laughs> This decision. is for your opponent. It's a gift. Uh-huh. Um... And it's white removal. It's expensive. It's really expensive. And it doesn't shut off activate abilities or anything else or triggered abilities. So it's two fine. life is irrelevant. But wasn't Desert's Hold like three mana and Thopter yep. Rest was three mana? Yep. Why did they up it to four? Uh, they do, you know, they work in mysterious ways, Katie. Yeah. They just wanted the balancing of this format required a four mana instead of a three so they did it uh-huh. and you will play this in limited in you white. will definitely play this in limited yep. and you'll be kind of disappointed and sad but yeah. you'll say you know what at least i dealt with their uh six six dinosaur shot seven six dinosaur mm. uh dinosaur dig through time yeah two more dinosaurs so that will make you happy yes yeah you want this for big creatures but you'll use it on small ones if you have to <laughs> <laughs> and it gains you life Hooray! oh yeah it does gain you life not your opponent yes, yes. next up legion's judgment white two sorcery destroy target creature with power four or greater love it isn't this like uh what was that card that like killed monsters like smite the monstrous smite or monstrous. something yeah it was an instant though it was oh. a five minute instant oh five mana okay and this That's is a three minute trade-off. sorcery so this is sufficiently cheap that i'm happy to play it Kill uh, the dinos. Yeah, because, it, I mean, it just it kills big green things. Uh, yep. And 
you like big green things. So if I'm playing you, these are coming in. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people like big green things, especially in a set with dinosaurs, which look really, really good. I like really big good. blue things. They're, those don't Kefnet. usually... Kefnet, Katie. You okay. played on turn Kefnet right. aggro. On turn Kefnet aggro. You played on turn yes. three, and then they're dead four turns later. It's 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 really good. Okay. I promise. The only downside is, like, to reliably do that, you have to play four Kefnet. And, like, yeah. that's not great because Kevnet's <laughs> not great. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just kidding. Kevnet is awesome. All I right. love Kevnet. He's a man. He's a real MVP. All right. Our next card is Am- Imperial Aerosaur. Guess what? It can fly. It's uh, Wow. Yeah, Aerosaur. White three for a 3-3 three, three flying dinosaur. And when it enters the battlefield, another target creature you control gets plus one, plus one, and gains flying until end of turn. It's really good. Yeah. In case you don't know, four mana, three, three flyers are awesome, as we literally just told you. Yep. And uh, when you comes in and gives another thing, not only flying, but a pump, uh, sign me up. Yeah. I'm all about that life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, just imagine this is a dinosaur playing it with some red or green dinosaurs who are actually like sizable and you're like hey my carnage tyrant wasn't big enough and didn't have enough evasion so now (laughs) it's an eight seven flying trampler that still cannot be targeted by anything and you don't have access to blessed alliance anymore you lose your standard players which means you can't kill it i'm a little upset about the loss of blessed alliance let me be honest clearly i don't know if i've mentioned that tonight yeah yeah you're, you're not thinking of this for standard, though, right? This is just awesome. No, of course not. Okay. It's good learning. Because you mentioned you lose your standard player. So yeah, I just like to, you know, make it all about me. Yeah, so, I understand. Yeah. I understand. Uh, next up is Glorifier of Dusk. White, white, three. Four, four, vampire soldier. Oh, a bigger vampire again. All right. Yeah. Uh, pay two life. Glorifier of Dusk gains flying till end of turn. Or pay two life. Gains Vigilance till end of turn. Or you could play Air Elemental, which is the same thing and doesn't make you drain your life. Hmm. Except it doesn't have Vigilance. But who cares? Because yeah. you're going to be attacking them with a 4-4 four, four flyer. Yeah, but you know, in Vampires, you're going to have a whole bunch of 1-1 one, one lifelinks. So paying two life should be no problem. Or better yet, you just play blue-white uh, favorable winds and you play this with Air Elemental and then you attack for 10. Uh, and that's really good. But, uh, no, I think this card is uh, pretty decent. Like, five mana for a 4-4 four, four is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you, it has these two abilities, which you can use when you want, and it's just pure upside. And, like, yep. that, it's really good. I like it. So yeah. I'm a fan of this card. I like it, too. Options are usually good. Yes. Next up is Encampment Keeper. White for a 1-1 one, one. Hound. This is our White Keeper. Mm-hmm. Has first strike and pay white seven, tap, sack. Creatures you control gain plus two, plus two till end of turn. So this one's a little awkward because it's my, I think it's my least favorite on the like front side of it because a mm. one mana, one one with first strike is very poor um, unless you're going to be on the like equipment deck plan and enchantments, mm. which is bad because those cards are bad and you're, this card is bad and you're playing bad cards together and never do that to make them good. But I think that it has like the highest upside on the like sacking. Um, because this will usually win the game. Yeah, I... Or do, like, substantial damage to your opponent's board. I feel like, though, we have other, like, white 
pump your team. Like if you want to go wide and pump your team, I, I don't feel like this is the card you would run. I actually don't dislike the front side, I think, as much as you do. Because what? I think there are a couple X ones. And the There's first strike... a couple X ones. I know, but I think like playable X There's ones. There's a couple enchantments too. You want to run Demystifies, a four of? No. But I, I think the first strike can be relevant. I like this better. Isn't the green also green for a 1-1? One, one? No, it, it's a 2-2. Two, two. It's a bear. Oh, uh, there's and the other green for a 1-1 one, one that you pay like 4 and And we pump. said that one was bad. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like that, but with first strike. Uh, yeah, so it's pretty bad. Yeah. But, but, I like the backside of it. Yeah, I, I still don't feel like I probably, I would really try plus not two to plus run two this. Plus 2 is really different than plus minus 1. I know, I know. We don't have and any, uh, like, you get more stampede of them. or anything. I don't see what the problem is with, like, running multiples. Like, you have this. But I do th- I agree with you that the front side is a problem. And, like, you have to make the decision as to whether you're willing to deal with a annoying little mutt that <laughs> doesn't do anything in order to get the backside. Yeah. So I think if you put this in your deck, you're planning on playing it as an 8-drop. Uh, mm-hmm. And good luck, because 8-drops are expensive. Yeah. They cost 8. Right, and you better like still be alive and in a position where like this will win you the game. Yep, might be a sideboard card for uh, grindy mirrors. Yeah, I mean maybe you know I'm thinking like vampires are supposed to go wide. You have a lot of cards that like make vampire tokens. Like maybe play it there, but I don't like it. Uh, we have demystify next. The card I referenced uh, a moment ago. This yes. is white instant destroy target enchantment. Uh, you will sideboard this in once in a while when your opponent has good enchantments. And in Constructed, there are better things right now, I think. Wait, we're losing things. We lose uh, Natural State, but we yeah. keep other things that destroy artifacts and enchantments. Do we have ones that destroy both? We have... Um... Yeah, we have uh, the white one uh, that costs three and it oh, cycles. Oh, Forsake the Worldly? Yeah, Forsake the Worldly. I think. And um, Yeah, it cycles for two. Yeah. A braid deals with artifacts. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's like, another artifact one that cycles the green one, like Druid's Deliverance, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that only deals with artifacts. only artifacts. Yeah. yeah, but um, the th- the thing that I think could make demystify worth consideration in standard is the fact that it's one mana and it's an instant, and if Shaper's Sanctuary ends up being like a f- three to four of in the main decks of every green deck. Um, then Demystify is going to be one of the few cards that's able to deal with it and not put you behind on tempo or mana. Yeah. Uh, so worth keeping in mind, it's it's powerful, but it's very, very narrow because it's not often that enchantments are a big thing. Um, you can also use it for if any of the uh, flipping enchantments mm. that turn into lands... Uh, but then, like, those ones are all more than one mana. So, like, sure, you get to go up, but I think that usually the upside of, like, running a more flexible card like Forsake the Worldly or mm-hmm. even Druid's... Uh, not Druid's Lords, but Forsake the Worldly, or I think, I'm sure there's a green one, um, is is probably better just because it's more flexible and hits artifacts and cycles and all these other yeah. wonderful things. And there are some relevant artifacts um, oh, totally. in standard. So having both abilities on one card saves you a sideboard slot. Yeah. 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 And our last card of the night is Bright Reprisal. This is wait for instant destroy target attacking creature. Draw a card. I told you, straight up, I was a fan of pretty much any card that says draw a card on it. So <laughs> this one is sweet. I love it. Yeah. 
good removal replaces it's itself. Great removal, five mana for kill anything. Like we were talking before about smite the monstrous, which is like five yeah. mana, destroy a very specific thing. Do not draw a card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it says on the text box, don't draw a card. No, it does. Yes, it does. So this card I love. Now, yes, it's only attacking creature. But, but those are the ones that are killing th- you. Those are yeah. Those yeah. are the ones that are. I mean, they're literally attacking you. It makes sense to hit them back yeah. and kill them, and then draw a card. Yeah, from replaces their itself from yeah. their corpse. This is automatically a two for one. I love automatic two for ones because mm-hmm. cards. Yes, good yes. words. Thank you. So that brings us to the end of our highlights of the giant spoiler dump Woo! at the end of Ixalan. Hooray, uh, and. I want to talk briefly about Standard before we yeah. we sign off for the season. Where are we going? What are you excited Where about? Where have we been? Where, Where have are we, we been? What's my name? <laughs> Who am I? You, you are Ryan. Ah, uh, that's right. Yes. Uh, so, Standard. <clears throat> okay. First, the tribes of Ixalan. Mm. Four of them. There are. Which ones, if any, are Standard playable? Dinosaurs. You think dinosaurs are Standard playable? I, I think they're worth tr- building and trying. Okay. Definitely. Next. Pirates. Potentially, maybe, but maybe just shove a few good ones into red because red is already a really good aggressive deck. Next. Vamp. No. Why not? They're just terrible. <laughs> they're just terrible. And finally, the fish. Also terrible. Okay. Which is sad. I love their art. I think they're the, like most uh visually appealing tribe okay yeah um so one thing to keep in mind with sets like this yeah. is uh we are missing rivals of ixalan and rivals mm. of ixalan will build on all of the tribes that we already have we get more lord effects we could flesh out the tribes a little bit more so if your favorite tribe is not seeing play right now it doesn't mean it will never see any play mm. unless it's like merfolk they're really bad and i don't think you can add anything to make them good uh i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm sure they could be great uh but the point is is like we're getting a whole nother set in a couple of months that's going to uh have a bunch more cards that are in these tribes so if you're not happy about it if you feel like uh your tribe got shafted then maybe it won't get shafted in the next season or maybe we'll get Shaft it again, and you'll be really upset. Uh, if you're hoping on horse tribal, you're going to be in the latter category. Oh, undoubtedly. man. So wait, quick question. Do you know rivals of Ixalan? Who are the rivals? Probably the tribes, the four tribes. Oh, like they're rivals with each I other? Am, probably, but I have oh. no idea. Okay. Because I was no like, idea. is it like someone coming in to fight them, or like yeah. they're just fighting more with each other because, you know, they're tribes? It could be a big Planeswalker war. We've got Ongrath, Vraska, Jace. Ongrath. Yeah. He's a, oh, you, you'll like Ungroth. It's a Minotaur Planeswalker. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so it'll probably be red-black. Cool. Yeah, or Excellent. red-green. Maybe red-green. Oh, if he's um, red-black, maybe he can, like, fit with the pirates or something. Arr. Arr. So he is, he is a pirate, actually. So oh, there's well, that. then yeah. yes. And Hwatli, the who, who likes poet. punching people and warrior poet. Warrior Not that. Poet. She doesn't eat people and read poetry. Okay. She punches people and reads poetry. Mm, Big pretty difference. Pretty different. Um, so I'm with you. I think dinosaurs... Are the most promising of the tribes. Ooh. I think pirates. Uh, I think like pirates are cool, and like I'm sure you can build a standard deck with them, but I think that it's not going to be tier one. Hmm. Um, I think that like Ramanop Red is doing so is just good. so much better. I don't think pirates beats that. 
Yeah. Um, and, like, if you're trying to, like, pirates are going to be aggressive, like, yes, it's tempo, and, like, it's an aggressive tempo deck, but red is just better, and, and I, 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 so I don't think it's worth, it doesn't really attack the, the metagame from, like, a really different spot, uh, than, than what red is trying to do, and I think you're just better off playing red. Yeah. Um, and dinosaurs as well, I don't even know if dinosaurs is going to be, like, I don't think you're going to build tribal dinosaurs, and I could be wrong, maybe you will, uh, if you do... I kind of suspect it's going to be the ramp deck. What I actually think is going to happen is I think that there's going to be a couple of dinosaurs that are just really good cards that people just put in decks. Um, my and kind of segging, segueing, in, whatever it is, segging into our next uh, thing I was going to say is that our top cards for standard out of Ixalan, uh, Ripjaw Raptor, Shaper Sanctuary, uh, I think are the two. Oh, and the hexproof guy, the the big dino, the se- the, the, <laughs> the big seven, dino, please seven six specify. carnage tyrant, carnage tyrant. Those are my top three cards: ripjaw raptor, carnage tyrant, and shaper sanctuary. I think are the cards that are gonna have the the three cards with the biggest impact on standard. Note that they are all green. Um, it makes me. Oh, Shaper Sanctuary is the enchantment that lets you... Yes. That uh, whenever a creature you control becomes the target of a spell or ability and opponent controls, you may draw a card. Oh my gosh, that's so good. I know. And this was in the, uh, I think at the beginning in like with all the rares, so like we didn't spend a ton of time on it. I think I exclaimed how unnecessary this card was because yeah, green, green is already is fine so against control. Right yeah. But I think that uh, people are under... Like the fact that... Like right now, like Shaper Sanctuary is a rare. Another rare is Growing Rights of Itlamok. Growing Rights is like twenty dollars currently pre-order. Shaper Sanctuary is like three. Oh. Let me tell you my prediction. Yeah. Okay? Growing Rights is going to see little to zero play in standard, and Shaper Sanctuary is going to become a staple of standard. Yeah, that card goes in like any green deck because anytime you are playing against a deck that has removal spells in it that so you know pretty like, much any deck uh, yeah like six you know if they cast one removal spell you've it's a green for draw card yep the moment they cast two you're now up a card mm-hmm. so hooray for you um i do want to point if you out have multiples mm-hmm. multiples it stacks it's not bad to have multiples of this because no. it's not legendary or anything. And it's so cheap. That's what's so crazy. <laughs> is like enchantments are the hardest card type to interact with, and you're printing an enchantment that has a very powerful text box, and it's one mana. I don't get it. Like I don't understand where they were coming from when they made this card. Yeah. It just feels dumb. Like it you can't really, really you can't good. interact with this. Like it's gonna come. What's gonna happen is like when you're playing. Like you, you can't play. Uh, spot removal based control our spot removal is terrible anyways so like doesn't matter um which means you're new blue white you'll probably be playing like the sweeper heavy version and like trying to get to approach and like stall and gain life and not so much worrying about like killing each threat mm-hmm. um but I, I like you're gonna play a lot of like teamer and like black green and stuff that has shaper sanctuary and those games are going to be interesting because Every removal spell, you're going to be like, oh, I have to kill that threat. Kill it. Oh, you draw a card. That's cool. They can kill my threat. I'll draw a card. And, like, you're just never going to run the cards. Man. Yeah. This I, this card That's, is so good. So maybe the one mana enchantment removal sees play. 
It might. The white one. It might. Um, side note, and, and this is still an amazing, amazing card, but I was thinking about all the ways that you could trigger this, and it does say speller ability in opponent controls, so you can't just do something to target your own creatures. and, and Like Ballista? Yeah. Don't worry. That's why I said my other top card for standard is Ripjaw Raptor. Because that card is really strong as well. I think Ripjaw Raptor is like the new Siege Rhino. It's a same stats, 4 mana for 4-5, and it's going to very likely at least replace itself. Um, I think that, like, like so you can play this in Teamer. Right, it's Um, the Enraged Draw card, just for reference. Uh, You can play this in Teamer, and you can. I think that, like, there might be an argument for trying out Snake again. Uh, and for trying out Black Green Snake, because like this with Ballista and Snake, uh, in addition you have like um, you have Scarab God, so Splash Blue for that because Scarab God, <laughs> uh, and then you have the Glint Sleeve Siphoner. You have the two one that makes pi- Menace Pirates, etc. So like that might be worth revisiting. Um, and then oh, you have Raska, and I, I really like Raska. Oh um, yeah, yeah, the black. Yeah, she's Raska's, six mana. Yeah, she is, and she's gonna be one of those cards where if she finds a shell. She's going to be really good, and you're going to see a lot of her. Mm-hmm. But she does. If there's not, like not the right shell, like a black green mid range deck, then she will not. Um, so I think that maybe there's an argument for instead of teamer splashing red, uh, or teamer splashing black. Sorry, you might want to try out Sultai splashing red or not. Yeah. Uh, but I think Sultai might be a, a promising direction to try building. Yeah. Out of curiosity, between if you were building this black green deck. What do you think of Vraska versus uh, Big Lily? Oh, easily Vraska. Really? Because Big Lily, you don't like you don't want to bring back two mana cards with your five mm-hmm. mana, and like it makes zombies. But Lily, like Lily, shines in Reanimator decks. Oh and that's yeah, it. like she's great. There. Yeah, she, and she serves as like redundant copies of Scarab God, uh, and additionally, she makes it so that like where she comes down the turn, you play her to bring something back, and Scarab God doesn't. Um, so there's that. Uh, and, and speaking of reanimator, reanimator picks up some sweet reanimation targets. Oh yeah. Carnage Tyrant. Um, which, which one's Carnage that? Tyrant. Uh, it's the seven, six hexproof trampler can't be countered. Oh, for six that mana. would be nice to bring yeah, back. Because again, you know, Only control, six mana? control was way too good last standard. So Carnage Tyrant and, uh, uh, Ripjaw Raptor and Shaper Sanctuary hopefully we'll make it a little fair a little more fair yeah yeah for the creature based green decks yeah yeah so those are my top three cards for standard they are all green um in terms of what i think the metagame is gonna look like ramen up red uh is still awesome yeah and you're if you just like are looking for a deck to play week one play ramen up red because people are going to be trying to do fancy things with dinosaurs and pirates and then they're going to die on turn four and say, I'm sad because I didn't get to play my dinosaurs and pirates. And you're going to say, oh, you can't say Tweet Tweet Scrub unless you're running Kefna. So <laughs> you're not going to say that. But you'll you'll be signing the Nash Slip and, and gone. So Roman Up Red, awesome. Uh, if you want to not play Roman Up Red because you think it's a silly deck, uh, then play Teamer because Teamer is still also really good. And if you have the cards, throw in uh, Raptor, throw in Shaper Sanctuary, throw in Carnage Tyrant uh, because... They're awesome. Uh, and other than that, I think you're kind of forced into playing blue-white control if you want because uh, yeah, I don't think you can do red anymore uh, with a lot of the cards that we're seeing. And I think the win condition becomes um, approach. 
and then uh, be prepared to have like a reasonable game one against Teamer and a bad bad game one against Red. And then post board, you will have a bad game uh, against Teamer, and you will have a still very bad game against Ronak Red. So sounds like just don't play control. It does sound that way, doesn't it? It um, does. And other decks, I think you should watch out for. Um, I think mono black aggro. Like, Are watch you for that. I am serious. Watch for mono I black aggro. I can tell for a second yeah. there. Uh, there's a what lot. What makes you say that? There, we've hit, uh, so whereas red, Ramanoff red, is losing its, like, key one drops, mm-hmm. and, like, it's not a huge loss, like, the deck is awesome still. Yeah. Uh, black has a ton, and you might not have noticed this, but black has, uh, Dread Wanderer, it yeah. has the, uh, one, two, that drains, um, what else does it have? It has, uh, one, two, that drains, it has Duress. It has Fatal Push. It has uh, Night Market Lookout, which is the one one that whenever it becomes tapped, they you drain one. Um, you can play like Harsh Scrutiny. You can play a ton of one drops. Huh. Uh, and then uh, at the two drop slot, it gets the Fathom Fleet Captain to make more more which pirates. It's the uh, two one for two mana. When attacked, you pay two, make a two two mana pirate. Oh yeah. Yeah. It gets. Uh, the duress on a stick, the two mana one two that ETB. Mm. It's a flyer as well. Oh yeah. Uh, and then it gets. Um, is it duress on a stick or more like a maggot? Like, it, does it keep the card exile? Yeah, it keeps the card exile. Okay. I believe. It yeah. Does. Until yeah, it leaves. I think that's. What... Um, and then if you want, you walk the plank. But then at the three drop slot, you get to run the new Bob, the Ruin Raider, the three two for three, that draws you cards at the end of your turn if you uh, triggered raid. Oh, and you yeah. lose life with CMC, which, like Bob, you don't care because you've built your deck with low CMC, so it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, so this is a deck that I think... And Imit Eternal. Yeah, Imit Eternal is as well. Which is an awesome, aggressive um, black card. To give credit, uh, this is, this is, uh, was on, uh, it was, I saw this list, the one that I'm looking at now, was by a Reddit user, Ninja the Nick. Uh, he posts a lot of good lists at the beginning of the format. So I, I don't know, I'm looking at this and like, I'm kind of convinced that you might be able to play a, a aggressive mono black huh. list, especially because eight of the one drops uh, are able to do damage without even connecting. Like even if they're blocked, they drain. So, you know, and there's a lot of disruption built into this, which yeah. is like I know people are saying pirates are the tempo deck, but mono black might have the tools because it, its stuff is so cheap mm-hmm. that it might have the tools to be able to uh, disrupt and, while also applying pressure. Yeah. So interesting. Looking forward to testing out that list. I do always like monocolored decks, like. When you play the lands, you just you realize how much smoother the mana base is. Like this just gets to run like a million swamps and then if near dead lands as a utility land that still doesn't mess up their colors and yeah. they don't care about losing life. Absolutely. Um and then you're like you play Ether Hubs and you're like, Wow, this is sweet. Because <laughs> yeah, you get to play like four color teamer and uh, that also works. And yeah. it's really cool. I, I agree with what you're saying about monodex. I just think it's cool that um in the same format we can have strong like monocolor decks along with three or four or five color decks uh, which is, is pretty loosely cool. five color decks yeah uh though you are kind of like forced to play either tribe energy shell or artifact shell right in order to get that yeah. um other thing. decks so i think that like yeah those are my my kind of top decks uh i think other decks that change that like our merit talking about post rotation um marju vehicles is going to have a really hard time 
Um, I don't know if that deck is going to be able to, mm. to keep up at all. What are they? So I know they're losing Gideon. They what? lose Thraven Inspector, and honestly, uh, like that, that just that's does so it. So important. Yeah, like you can play. Um, you you can go like heavy into red white, which is kind of what's actually been happening anyways recently. Um, and run Inventor's Apprentice, but like you really like you need the one mana make an artifact, yeah. and like you have the wily goblin or something yeah, which it's is like red, a red red one, one one make a lotus petal but make a treasure oh i um, thought it was a red one pirate so it was a two drop not a one you know drop. it's a it, it's a red red one one so it's a two oh, drop. oh so it's a two drop yeah. sorry for double red yeah Got it. and like yeah sure it, it, like first a clue is worse than a i mean a clue is better than a treasure yep. in that deck and um because like what four are you ramping to now that gideon and thought not are gone <laughs> and then also red red is a little bit rough because that mana base is mm-hmm. a little rough and then also it's two mana instead of one it's a one one instead of a one two like yeah i so i think marty vehicles is uh getting close to finish ramp uh people will try to build dinosaur ramp and they'll probably be disappointed by it so that you really think so i think it'll be fast no i'm not convinced i think the man is going to be a little bit too rough and i think mm. that like the uh, like i think ramen up red is still gonna be hard for for ramp uh they're losing k return and like they have our but the loss of k return and like i guess they can and they have the new non-pirate sweeper yeah um i'm just a little skeptical i don't know i'm a little skeptical like at least when you cast world breaker ulmung you got to flash back the sweeper again um yeah and like that was nice and like they both have interaction when they come down but you're playing these dinosaurs i guess the triple white board wipe dinosaur but i don't know if like how easy triple white yeah. is going to be to to hit what about that isn't there the board wipe the white board wipe that kills attacking creatures or exiles all attacking creatures yeah i don't know if a ramp deck wants to ramp your opponent as well it's a little weird oh it does ramp them yeah. i forgot it it's a path to exile. it's like a yeah 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 uh mono black zombies sorry katie it's dead oh i know uh, You're just, just losing guy god pharaoh's gift uh, will be around still um, because they still have a lot of their oh, pieces. There are losing things like I'm sure you can like build that differently. Like you are losing because you keep Champion of Wits, Ballista, uh, Angel of Invention, God Pharaoh's Gift, Gate, but you're losing Cathartic Reunion um, hmm. and you're losing like if you played Mausoleum Wanderers and that. So like you're losing some stuff, but you can probably find replacements. There's a new blue one one that you pay blue and sack it and whatever. Yeah. Uh, Blue Black Control, Scarab God, and Torrential Gear Hulk is a potent combination. Watch for it. Uh, but I am concerned about the state of uh, control decks that are not a, like <laughs> sweeper based because of the cards we've talked about. Yeah. Um, Carnage Tyrant, Shaper Sanctuary, Ripjaw Raptor all make it very hard. Uh, all the Eldrazi based decks are dead. Uh, so there's that. Uh, Grix is improvised. People will be giving that another shot. And then we'll probably be sad when it doesn't work, but... Yeah, hey. I feel like we haven't had a lot of good treasure makers in this set. Like, I feel like it could have put Improvise over the top if there were... I think, uh... Okay. I think that I, I'm i gonna hold out on evaluating the cards with treasures because mm. I think that um, when clues happened, I think a lot of people underestimated clues yeah. and thought they were just like... Oh, it makes this like artifact sure, and like maybe you'll have time to crack it. But clues ended up being very, very good. Um, and I, I wonder how good treasures are. Okay. And I think we'll we'll find out. And I don't know. I just I don't know if like the cards with treasure. I, like there are some that I look at. And I'm like, this is awful. But <laughs> I, I I I don't know. I think we're gonna have to play with it and find out. Um, 
But I do think that another deck people will try to make work is the Revel and Riches and uh, Mechanized Production deck. Revel and Riches is what? Is a black, fa- black four enchantment. Whenever a creature in opponent controls dies, create a colorless treasure. And uh, if you have ten treasures at the beginning of your deck, keep you win the game. Oh, yeah. So Mechanized Production, make some copies of treasures, uh, play this, kill some stuff, bam, you win. Wait, but Mechanized Production triggers on less than ten. Yeah, so but it also makes copies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, like you have redundant, you have right, now right, eight effects make... that say if you have X number of treasures, you win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and like each of them help of those, you make more treasures. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm interested in this. Enchantments are hard to interact with, so mm-hmm. this can kind of sneak up on you. This plus like a board wipe. Yeah, I was gonna say because it's for each creature. It's yeah. not like if any creature died this turn, it's every instance of yeah. a creature dying. So you board wipe, they have four creatures, you get four treasures, yeah. you're like... And people might be like, oh, that's cute. I would I would test yeah. it. It might be cute, but it, it could get there. Yeah. The redundancy is important. Yeah. Uh, especially, too, like, if you're in blue-black, you might as well play Torrential Gear Hulk, and now you have the option of, like, sticking a mechanized production on a Gear Hulk, which is obviously not your plan <laughs> A, but, like, if you do that with Counterspell Backup, Every you're going to win. Yeah. Yep. Um, so there's some cool things that you can do. Yeah. Uh, I think keep your eye on Deadeye Tracker as well. Um, and Vraska Contempt will probably be a staple. But it's expensive. Yeah, but Scarab God is a problem. I, I, yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see because I, like, I keep saying Scarab God is the best card in standard. And like, you know, teamer decks have been more and more putting in Scarab God. And I believe that. But like, red is still a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I do think the best thing you can be doing in a mid-range shell is playing Scarab God, uh, but you do need to deal with the fact that, like, the aggro decks are very, very strong in this format. Yeah. So. I mean, Vraska's Contempt still deals with Hazaret, which is a problem, and Black loses Grasp, which was a great answer to Hazaret. I... This is a terrible answer, but, like, I'm you don't so have other that, answers yeah, to Hazaret. I'm just really sad about the state of two-mana removal. I wish that we had more uh, better in black and white. Yeah. Because right now we just have red, and uh, it's lacking. Mm-hmm. So, because we just have three three damage stuff, except for uh, if you're in an energy shell, you have harness lightning. Yeah. But, cool. Well, that about wraps it up, I think. Uh, the, our expectations for Santa, we're going to be playing uh, the pre-releases this weekend. You should check them out as well. Uh, we'll be playing it at New England Comics in Coolidge Corner, if you're in the area. Stop by, visit us. We'll be there. Play we'll some say magic. Hi, play some MTGs. Uh, and then next weekend, where we'll be playing in GP Providence, which is Ooh. a team format, uh, crushing it in Ixalan Unlimited, <laughs> probably, uh, and then uh, playing PPTQs when we don't D two. Yeah. So should be a fun time. Uh, thanks for sticking with us this season. We'll be back with Rivals of Ixalan in a couple of months. Um, I'm Ryan. I'm Katie, and this is Spoiler, Spoiler Season. season.